Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Randy. Yeah. We're not recording. <clears throat> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Made you look. I fucking hate you. <laughs> do you see the murder behind these eyes now? No, you <clears throat> can't do it. Have you guys <laughs> ever seen Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? I. No. Stephen I, Colbert has a voice on there, and it's, it's of the, like, boss. And it's a leak. <laughs> It's got like one eye, it's like a patch eye. So he was one time trying to put a key in a lock. And since he doesn't have like the depth perception, he couldn't see it, so he kept hitting it. He was like, okay, all right. <laughs> 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 he finally gets, he's like, ha ha, bi curious. Chose <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Um, was Harvey Birdman a, a character on Space Coast? Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so, yeah. That's why I remember the name. Oh, God. So, anyway, you guys ready to talk about mummies? <laughs> Let's do this. <clears throat> mummies. How you doing? Dina? <laughs> you okay? You have a confused look on your so, face. So, welcome. <laughs> Hydrogen and stupidity. We're here. Dina, Randy, and me. I have a topic to discuss. What you want to talk about? Oh, things. <laughs> things and stuff. Okay. So what what's what's your earliest memory of mummies? Uh ooh. the mummy. The the movie? I have no idea. Oh really? I'm like pretty you sure I, I actually am pretty sure it was, you know, history like, class. Okay. Mine was uh definitely you know, studying around like King Tut. Oh, mine's quite different. Scooby Doo. Uh, the well, mummy now that you Scooby-Doo. brought that up. <laughs> Yeah, wait. Now that <laughs> yeah, you brought it up, now that you that up. <laughs> Scooby Doo would probably right Halloween Scooby Doo, and he right. would have gotten away with it and if it I wasn't for those metal kids. I actually remember kids. that entire episode as soon as you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. So <clears throat> tight. It is tight. It's nineteen ninety nine, and it's tight. Uh, so um, mummies are basically a dead human or animal whose soft tissues and organs have been preserved uh, intentionally or accidentally by exposure to chemical extreme cold, lack of humidity, or lack of air to prevent further decay and are kept in uh, cool, dry conditions, right? The word mummy dates back to 1615, uh, and it's basically to cover bodies deliberately uh, embalmed with chemicals. Uh, It was broadened in later uh to cover also so basically they're saying a mummy is intentional right and then they broaden it to say all right this can occur accidentally in nature so we need to cover that too right so they mummified people in ancient egypt right that's where we usually get this from yes right you remember that like the movie mummy and all this all in egypt uh this all is coming from wikipedia basically oh okay (laughs) i got this Ancient Egypt, that's where they're really prevalent. So that's where this all kind of starts, is that they had a religious belief. And I tried to research it, 
And like we said, I, I'm I don't sit here and go into hours and hours of research on this, but um the religion of ancient Egyptians is basically got its own classification. It didn't come from anything. Uh it's just the ancient Egyptian religion. So they weren't really based on anything that we believe today. There was no like Christian God. There was no I mean I'm sure the Hindus and all that stuff were around. But it did they didn't take any of that from them. Uh so they had their own thing. It was polytheist um religion and they had really elaborate beliefs on the afterlife. So they believed that the afterlife wasn't like you just die and you appear somewhere. It was an entire journey. Um, and that journey had a name. And let me see if I can find it. I know I had it written down. The, it started with a D. Uh, Duat, I think. Or let me see if I can find it. Uh, there's It's like a test. Um what what it, what do you mean it, like a test like once you die uh there's a series of like events that you have to like uh challenging events that you go through uh yeah there it is the it's it's the duat the so there's uh the duat d u a t which is a series of events like challenging uh things you have to go through like, on uh, your way to the end which is the afterlife like family double dare kind of Okay. Where you have to like fish the flag out of like the nose. Yeah. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That was the I'm best. Well aware. That was the best show. <laughs> it really was. That and the Olmec. What was that? The were they the I was Legends loved. of the Hidden Temple. Uh but I mean I always loved you can't good. do that on television. That was good too. You know? Yeah. So they had this thing, it was a bunch of challenges called the Duat that they would go through in the on their way to <clears throat> the afterlife. Now they needed they needed their body and all their possessions. That apparently they thought that would help them in their afterlife in the well to get to the afterlife. They needed all their possessions, they could use that. They believed that anything that you could take that you had that was put in there with you, you could take it. Um so the duot was almost like the gates in Christianity where you are judged. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Um so, being mummified was a status symbol. Poor people were just buried in the sand. Um, if you had money, you were mummified and buried in a tomb. Uh, they would put all of your worldly possessions in that tomb with you so you could take it with you to the afterlife. Um, they had to... Uh, your your life, your body, I guess, your spirit and your body were two. It was called the Ka, K-A, which is your life force, and that leaves the body upon death. And uh, it actually needs to be... It needs to eat, like food, drink. That's why there's food and drink in the tombs, is they believe that the Ka would come back, and once it woke up, it would it would have to have sustenance to survive. And like they, the soul in Christianity. Right. And then the Ba, which was uh, spiritual characteristics that are unique to each individual. Uh, and that's attached to the body after death. Uh, now they had the Ak, I guess, A-K-H, which is basically the Ka and the Ba combined. And they believed that uh, the Ba returned each night to the body to receive new life um, in the morning, and then it was uh, born again every day as the Ak. And then it just went about its day. Like, all the stuff in the tomb. It's actually really cool to read about that stuff, that it was two separate beings, 
And then if you pass this, uh, the final stage is the weighing of the heart. And if you pass, it's the final judgment of the Duat. Uh, and it's carried out by Osiris and the assessors of the Mott. Now, M-A-A-T is Mott. And that's who, that was their, who they worshipped, I suppose. Um, one of the gods they worshipped. Right. Osiris is one of the gods. The Mott, M-A-A-T, is like something, I think, separate than that. Okay. Um, and they would assess that. And basically, they weigh your heart against a feather of Mott. And so they would take your heart, and that symbolized the actions of the deceased while you were alive, and they would weigh that against this feather, the feather of Mott. And if it balanced out, then you lived your life according to the Mott. So it's almost like the U.S. statue of um, the justice. justice. Yeah. Um, So they would... Where they weigh... You know, to see if it balances out. The f- yeah, the feather represented the entire teachings of the Mott. And so, and as an ancient Egyptian, your goal in life, like ours is, your certain people's to live by your religious doctrine. They had it as, uh, symbolized as a feather. And this was the last child, the weighing of the heart. You could complete all of these. But if you didn't pass the weighing of the heart, you didn't get to go into the afterlife. So basically your karma wasn't balanced right against the teachings so they would weigh this osiris would weigh it and if you were judged worthy then your ka and ba were united into an ak and you proceeded into the afterlife and a lot of them believe that um they went to the valley of osiris which is a lush and pleasant land in the underworld and uh, the other one was a solar vision of the afterlife which is your soul travels with uh, ra which was i think the sun god uh on his daily journey so apparently had a bunch of dead folks just following around up there. Uh, it's primarily this associated with um, royalty, and that could extend to others as well. And over the course of Middle and New Kingdoms, the notion that the Ak could move in the living world and to a degree magically affect events there became more prevalent. So that's where we get those movies of like uh, the mummy and things where they... they come up you know what i mean and they're like in our in our world they're doing things does that all make sense yes yeah (laughs) so they basically uh the ba is attached to the body after death so basically they're saying the mummy is the ak and once it can do what it wants it can come back and basically reanimate that corpse and i could I i could be wrong this is what i get from my you know three hours of research on this I didn't go too deep, but um, it's a really interesting premise on that. I I, I think that's very interesting. Go ahead. There's a lot of interesting parallels between their their religion, their beliefs, and Christian beliefs. You Mm -hmm. can see how it's progressed. The area you're talking about where basically they were... Uh, recycling, you know, with the two the two different parts of, we'll say, of their soul yeah. that hasn't been merged together. Mm-hmm. You can basically say that they were in limbo or purgatory until they were weighed and measured right. exactly by justice or and the assessors the, of the mod yeah. or the heart slash feather to go into their version of heaven mm-hmm. or hell. So that's why. You know, in the elaborate tombs and pyramids and stuff, the pyramids are just large burial chambers, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's for, I guess you could call it the aristocracy or the the uh, 
the royal royal yeah the royal family or whatever um i thought that was pretty cool like mm-hmm. then we get so we get that and you know there's mummies all over the world though like whether it was deliberate or not so i also i i i wanted to do mummies and then i kind of went into this thing and i looked for mummy cryptids to see if there were any and there's not any cryptids but there are mysterious mummies and there's some in the united states oh that's interesting okay is it it interesting i like it i think it's interesting because this like dives into some crazy stuff okay right i'm ready so the san pedro mummy san pedro mountains are where wyoming right so in 1932 i just found that out (laughs) cecil maine and frank carr were two prospectors in 1932 in wyoming and they're um gold mining and they were on a vein of gold like you know anything about mining like the rare materials kind of run in like a vein is what you can call it um so they're they found a gold vein and they're mining it they're blowing it up and they get to a point where there's rock that they need to blow up to get you know to further pull the gold out and when they blow it up it reveals a room in the side of this mountain that is four feet high by four feet wide by 15 feet deep. And in this room is a mummy that is seven inches tall sitting and estimated to be 14 inches tall because they can't stretch it out as a mummy uh, when it stands. It had a smash. The top of its skull was smashed and covered with some kind of like glop or goop or whatever on the top. And it had some some bold, like, you know, smash this down, the eyes will bulge out, and it weighed about 12 ounces, right? Aliens. <laughs> Is it aliens? <laughs> it could be. So they're, what, <laughs> the Shoshone tribe. Leprechaun? Of the Shoshone tribe that is, ba- I guess they're basically in Wyoming. I didn't, like, I didn't go off on a tangent to look up them, but uh, they actually have described a race of people that roamed the San Pedro Mountains and they were described as aggressive and fought constantly with the average sized people in the area using poisoned arrows. These people, or this race of people, uh, were described as being 20 inches to three and a half feet tall and they were also referred to as the Nimer Riger. N-I-M-E-R. I G E R. I don't know. Nimeriger, Nimeriger. I don't. However you want to say it. Uh, when they became sick or old, according to the legend, they they killed their own with a blow to the head. Ooh, that's particularly violent. Now it doesn't say that they were preserved in caves. It doesn't say anything like that. But it's very interesting <laughs> that in this area they would find this. Um, and. There's also, in Coffee County, Tennessee, a pygmy graveyard. You said Coffee County, Tennessee? Coffee County, Tennessee. There's a pygmy graveyard. A man plowing a field. And this is all, uh, well, a man plowing a field found graves that were two foot two feet long. Or, yeah, by 14 inches wide and 18 inches deep. Uh, this also says that the uh, Cherokee, which were prevalent around southeast at the time said that there were a race of tiny humans that lived in that area in those mountains um the appalachians that uh, were relatively friendly uh, they came up to about the knee 
on average uh okay 14 16 yeah 20 inches or so 12 24 24 inches maybe yeah anywhere around there that's a really long uh they were relatively friendly (laughs) uh they didn't try to fight with people or anything but they were relatively friendly unless apparently you disturbed their homes if you tried to mess with their homes they become violent um that's according to the Cherokee. And then since, like, all this came out, the mummy, the San Pedro mummy, there was pictures of it. It looked, you know, I mean, it was a mummy, uh, but it's disappeared. No one knows where it went. It's gone. So you can't find it online? Well, you can, there's pictures of it, but, like, you, I mean. Or, oh, wait, were no you talking about the actual mummy, or? Right, yeah, no, the, the, there's pictures of the actual mummy on So there. it wasn't sent to a university, or not anywhere that, to be carbon dated, or? that, um, I saw. Now, I could be wrong, but not that I saw that it was sent. Oh, I have seen that but before. But there were, I mean, there were x-rays I didn't realize that, that was done and stuff. So, oh, so they, had, a picture, they had started. There's like a picture of an x-ray, but here's the guy holding it. So they had started collecting collecting some information. Info, yeah, and it, it just disappeared. Um, so there's x-rays and things of it. It existed. It was a thing. It's nobody's denying that it it wasn't there, but they don't know what it is. And it's weird that it was in that room, uh, in the side of a mountain. You know. Yeah. So I kind of thought. Do you this know was what cool. it looks like? What? Do you remember in Harry Potter? Dobby. Dobby. Yeah. Yeah. Dobby's a free it elf. It looks like Dobby from Harry it Potter. Does. And we're getting a notice from them. Yeah. <laughs> So we're continuing in our attempt to see how many cease and desist letters. We'll publish them all if we get them. We'll, we'll, we'll open a, we'll a museum, put that on our Patreon. An occult museum. We'll put all of our cease and desist letters on our Patreon. <laughs> it, it'll be like a, tro- a trophy file. <laughs> uh, J.K. Well, Rowling, cool. I absolutely adore your books please don't send us a cease and desist <laughs> that was a that was a compliment <laughs> oh wow but this was also on a cryptid site i've since lost that link i accidentally deleted the link before i wrote it down but or closed the tab before i wrote it down but this is still on wikipedia uh the san pedro mountains mummy I thought that was cool. I thought that was like an interesting thing, like how that religion. It is cool. I but I like hate it that spread. Like someone stole it. I do too. Uh, because now you oh, can't. Hold on. It um, it was radiocarbon dated. Oh, it was. Uh, this wasn't on the link that I originally did. I found this on Wikipedia, but I this wasn't on the original one. But it says that um, a, oh, a second mummy. Mm-hmm, interesting. Um, so first, not the, the original Dobby right. mummy. Uh, the first mummy was examined using x-rays, which determined that uh, it was the body of an encephalic infant. So that was the thing they were accused of. The two people that found it was stealing a um, baby or like a, a, a basically a baby from a medical lab and putting it in there and being like, oh, we found this mummy. Uh, and then um, a second mummy was examined by the University of Wyoming anthropologist at the uh, Denver Children's Hospital in the 90s and was also shown to be an anencephalic infant. DNA testing showed it to be a Native American and radio, radiocarbon dating dated it to about 1700. The melon heads. No. <laughs> Don't bring the melon heads into this. <laughs> they, they ran into a burial location for... That's what I'm thinking. But could it have not been? 
could it be? It, it just told you, though. Well, I mean, that's a, well, it just, it just radiocarbon dating apparently is quack science, according to yeah. some groups of people. But Flat earthers. Well, that's a... <laughs> That's a that's a pretty new mummy. So if it's bringing it back, right? And but could it have been preserved for religious reasons, or could it have just accidentally happened? You know, I guess both could be a thing. I um, but the I position, don't recall hearing a lot of um, information about different tribes uh, doing preservation techniques not, on there not in north america right I don't north either. american now uh, south americans native, Na- native americans i've never yeah. heard of any rituals regarding um preservation of their of their deceased i haven't either so i feel like you know mummification can happen in it can in the right atmosphere the right it location the right can. soil um um it has a lot to do with humidity and temperature mm-hmm uh, if they can be mummified or not, right? Naturally, um. So I think this was. I'm assuming this was a natural occurrence, right? Which, which so is great either, for for scientific research and and yeah, um, uh, for archaeology mm-hmm. for uh. Well, that's like um, what was it, Pom- Pompeii? Mm-hmm. All those people preserved because of the ash and stuff, and then uh, you have um, Mount Rainier. Is that the one that people try to climb? Everest? Everest, Everest, yeah. That's the one everyone tries to climb. And there are like... There are a lot of they preserved... They dead bodies as checkpoints on Mount Everest. Yeah. So uh, that's an example of like extreme cold. And they're not going to go up there and get those bodies because why? You know, mm-hmm. why risk? Um, it's, it's kind of interesting. I have another story about that. But like, why would you risk able-bodied people to go pull a body off a mountain, right? Um... I'm not going to tell that story because it's a huge tangent from what we're talking <laughs> about now. So we're not even going to get into that. Uh, but like chemicals, we mm. we typically try to we don't preserve our dead, but the embalming that we do definitely delays decomposition. Embalming is a form of preservation, but only for a certain S- period of time. Right. So we don't fully try to preserve people for the. Mm. It, eternity but we do we do embalming so we can have right where funeral m- services where mummification <laughs> is trying to preserve yeah. it for where mum- mummification is 1.0 we're doing mummification 0.5 right so, <laughs> 0.25 <laughs> so ex- yeah extreme cold lack of humidity uh because humidity is what kind of loosens up the flesh to be decomposed mm-hmm. or lack of air um, also prevents further decay. So if this thing was like locked up in this cave for, I mean, it had no humidity. That, well, I guess that's d- dependent on where it was. Wyoming, I don't know how much humidity or how much water's in the soil and stuff mm. up there. But if it's relatively, Salt. yeah, if it's relatively dry and it's sitting in this room that has no airflow, it's very stagnant. It mummified it. Um, but I. I think that's cool, though that we that we keep finding these new things. Well, and it's interesting too if you think about it. You know, the norm most of the time is to embalm someone, put them, and bury them in that fashion. But mm-hmm. natural mummification can still occur in those yeah. cadavers, mm-hmm. and there are probably in. In our own cemeteries, in different locations around the world, there probably are 
because mummified they're, they're bodies. They're not in just the coffin. The coffin yeah. doesn't right. rot away. It's in a tomb. Like right. in a, it's encapsulated. There are probably a lot of mummified bodies, but we don't know because we we leave our our dead to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on the flip side of that, cremation. So, like you know, just as a side note, like uh, a lot of locations that are under sea level, mm-hmm. like uh, New, New Orleans. Orleans or Key West. So you have tombs that are, um, they, these, speci- they don't they bury to, underneath right. the soil. They, they do, uh, basically like catacombs, but like, uh, yeah. what are they called? Um, not monuments, uh, sarcophagus. No, no I don't know. Big. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, you know, where the, you, you put the casket within yeah. the, what are they called? Yeah. I know what you're Stone talking building, about. Stone building, you go in and yeah. then you do a... Yeah. Right, right. Mausoleum? Right. That, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what they don't understand is that because the heat, it, it's so hot out, so hot down there, they almost rent out those spaces because after a certain amount of time, because the heat is so much, it actually does a long-term cremation. So after a certain period of time... I didn't it, know that. It's all ash. Yeah. So they just take decompose. out. The, yeah. They take it is ash. Okay. They take out the the remnants of it mm-hmm. and they put another Person. casket in after a certain See, amount of time. That's, um it's long term creation. I read about New Orleans uh, and uh, they have very limited space. Yes. And they bury a lot of dead on top of each other. And that's there's it, like a casket at 20 feet and then there's another one at like 10 and then there's another one at six but what it actually is now in the the casket they did bury people underneath the ground but they found that there can be some pretty bad issues that happen right (laughs) when that happens think poltergeist yeah um we'll edit that out um (laughs) because that's our ninth cease and desist right (laughs) so when they put the casket in you know i i think that you can pretty much ask you know to take the ashes out but a lot of the times you know some of those family members aren't there anymore you know the the immediate family so they have no one to give so they bury they bury them on top of each other exactly and and it's on top of ash on top mm -hmm. of ash on top so you're being buried with your Random. community yeah, yeah you're being yeah. buried with your community because there is not enough room down there there are if you visit new orleans even look up new orleans cemeteries and just see aerial views of it they are like cities yeah mm-hmm. they are savannah huge. savannah is like that too the c- cemeteries in savannah are huge because that's one of the first places settled in the u.s yeah mm-hmm. and there's so many people and you, you have the revolutionary war that mm-hmm. happened there it took place you have the civil war that it was around during and they had so many dead people to bury that they just needed these huge swaths of land to do it on mm-hmm. and uh then that's when they started being like uh, we need mausole- we need to start burying people like basically we need to we need to expand this into the vertical. Right. So. Well, see, and and don't even get us started on the catacombs in Paris. Oh, Those are awesome. yeah. They had that stupid movie above as above yeah. so below or yeah. whatever and I was like this is dumb. But, but it, that's but a cool architecturally. Thing. Oh, it's awesome. Well, it's also pretty dangerous for the city. 
because there are pockets that are it's collapsing. It's like, like we just made a huge sinkhole. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine yeah. sitting in your uh, like house in Paris? You're like, oh, oh I love this. Uh, oh, Paris. And then like, <laughs> and we're we just about got to get one from France. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of the sudden, you collapse and you're surrounded by skeletons <laughs> in in beautifully artistic designed <laughs> bones. <laughs> and you're just like sitting in your chair and you're like, oh, there's a heart shaped. You're like, bone. oh, yes, uh, Francois. <laughs> Is that in the shape of a baguette? Yeah, you're like, hmm. <laughs> God. I think I want to be cremated. Well, the, I want to be cremated well, and my ashes shot into space the and then Catholics, released into space. The Catholics said it was okay, so we can do it. I'm whatever. I don't care. Randy is a. They don't own me. Just so, um, want, just so you guys know, Randy is a hardcore Catholic. <laughs> I, both right well both randy and i are aren't we randy no we have our rosaries on our necks oh, right yeah. now yeah. randy does not believe in birth control <laughs> he he believes in the rhythm method right do you know what the rhythm method it's, is um, <laughs> where you sing um no <laughs> Obviously, well, in you your mind, it's where <laughs> in your mind it's where you bang to the rhythm of another one bites the dust, right? Yes. And then at the end, you pull out rhythm of the done. beat. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. <laughs> another one bites the. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make water. <laughs> you already made it. You gotta I'm release doing it. Doing it again. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> hey, look. Three pumps and a bear down is all they need. Why? No. And that's what I was told. No. Someone, some wise sage in the past told Your me. wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think she would wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> I would hope so. She would get said, she would get her woman card taken away from her. Your wife is in like Oh. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> your your wife is in like she agrees with the three pumps and a bear right. down, or no? Because her wife card, or the the woman card, would be revoked oh. <laughs> for for being like three pumps and a bear down. No, nope. revoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Dina like sends her an email. <laughs> <laughs> Dear madam, <laughs> your wife card has hereby <laughs> your woman card. I'm sorry, been hereby revoked. Your female. <laughs> VIP status has been revoked. <laughs> because, this is like, why? Because you accepted three pumps and a bear down. <laughs> and you're welcome in advance. Please reapply. <laughs> it's like, actually, no. <laughs> no, ma'am. No. Jesus. Madam. Madam. I'm going to need you to really think about that. <laughs> oh, well. But anyway. We love I, you, Emily. I really like, though, the fact that I, I kind of give, I kind of don't give, I guess, people that make movies and stuff enough credit. Just like they don't Why? research things. But like. It, Why? They but, just do such beautiful work. <laughs> they stand for such it wonderful things. It kind of seems like with. You know, in regards to mummies, they actually kind of did a little bit of research instead of just being like, oh, mummies come alive at night. And that, granted, that could have been 
they were dumb and that's how they did it but they got it right you know what i mean uh but that's like the the con the the bar right when it forms yeah that's basically the premise they're going off of for like movies like the mummy it or they're going off of superstitious people that are walking around the community going i just saw a mummy um it feeds off well, that that kind of goes back to the legends, though, is that the Ba is the is the spiritual characteristics that are attached to the body after death, right, Randy? Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't yell at and, me, Dina. Um, so that's <laughs> I I kind of think that's where they're going with is like in the movie The Mummy with um <laughs> what was Brent Brendan Fra- Fraser that that guy had. Have you read about what happened to him? Like I, not he really. had a rough life. I feel bad for that dude, but um, because I like the mummy. What I like she... the mummy. She's I don't know what she's talking <laughs> about. Um, I liked the mummy movies. They were good. Oh yeah. Um, so I kind of think that that's the whole premise of it. Is that I did not the... watch the one with Tom Cruise though. There's one with Tom Cruise. He he. There was a. I, is it a is it a remake or a reboot? I don't know. They, you know, movies these days are making me so mad because that's all it is. Yeah, they're just remaking things that I've seen a hundred times. Well, and they, they did. I have one no with Tom desire. Cruise. I have no desire to go to the movie theater to see anything anymore, other than superhero movies because those are awesome. Well, I mean, it's a kind of an original. It's not an original story, but it's just they're bringing it in. But they're even starting to do that now, where they're remaking like Batman and all like. Like, uh, well, it's like, been just, remade so many times. Yeah, it has, and it's annoying. And uh, the Mummy movies haven't really done that. Well, I guess you said, except for the, the Tom Cruise one, which I haven't seen. Which there was only one, so I don't know if it did so poorly in the box office. <laughs> it just doesn't exist yeah. anymore. I don't know. I have no idea about that. But I think it's cool that they took that as that movie. Because that's what the whole movie was, was him trying to regenerate his life force. Yeah. To become part of this world and that's kind of what the ka and the ba is is the ba is attached to the body and the ka is uh the part that leaves that's your life force and it seems like in that movie the ka is trying to come back and join oh, mommy dina coming back and join with the body to <laughs> wreak havoc i guess on the living world uh because that's part of it is the uh the magic magical influence dina's over here doing the monster mash on our worlds. <laughs> if you start knocking shit over, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if the Indians did that on purpose. Did they? Did they mummify on purpose? Was that part of their religion? I don't. I don't think so. Why don't you Wikipedia that? Why don't you Wikipedia? You're my real dad. You're not even my real mom. You're just my stepmom. <laughs> You don't have to listen to you. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, laugh. Laugh it up. Laffy McLafferton. Yeah, I said it. I gave you a new name. Ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. I enjoyed that. I like mummies. I like the movies. I like every all that stuff that's been done about it. Um, um okay, so I, I like the concept of the of the duot. I think that's cool. It's like, when you die, you don't get to just immediately go to heaven or hell. You have to prove yourself. (laughs) They're like... And then your heart gets weighed like a witch. Right. They're like, like, you were a dick in your life. 
However, if you can pass these challenges, we'll let you in heaven. Plot twist, at the end, they gotta weigh your heart. Okay, so I'm seeing uh, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, archaeologists and plunderers excavated mummies of dozens of ancient, I don't know how to say that, Anasazi? Yeah. Indians Mm -hmm. buried in caves and rock shelters in southeast Utah and other four corner states. Four corners states. So Native Americans were mummifying people. Uh, That's that's what it seems like. At least the Anasazi were, right? Okay. Where were the Anasazi? Oh, okay. It just said Utah and other four. Utah. Let's see. That's uh, that's pretty interesting because you know that Utah borders Wyoming, right? Yes. In the southeast. It's the southeast corner of Wyoming uh, borders Utah. Or okay, Wyoming, okay. I'm sorry, the, the south, yeah, no, I was right. The southeast border of Wyoming borders Utah. Okay, the Anasazi, uh, ancestors of modern Hopi, Zuni, and other Pueblo tribes of the southwest have been viewed as an egalitarian society, but intentional mummification suggests that some Anasazi held a higher rank than others. So they were purposely mummified. Uh, so the... That's that. That's real interesting. Is that the San Pedro Mountains are, are? Are why does it say that it's all south of? It's in. It starts in New Mexico. I guess that range goes up into Wyoming. Yeah. But the fact that it uh, cuts through Utah. Okay. And then in, I guess it, from the map that I'm looking at, it uh, it, it kind of goes up through the, the Rockies. It's part of the Rocky Mountains, I guess. Um. That the Anasazi did that with, they mummified people with their, they mummified their dead, right? Yeah. So you have those other, the other Indians that were up there that said that that they, uh, that they had that group of small humans. Like, could that have been an Anasazi, like, burial ground that was somehow up in Wyoming that was in their territory? Maybe. I guess that's Did that tribe have to, have to do some sort of migration? I don't know. See, there's a, there's a lot of things that we like, we we talk about, that we like talking about, that it's like, does that make any sense? And I guess it could. I mean, could they have moved? You know, could that have been even people earlier than that? They, you know, instead of went back to 1700s, I, th- I think that's a relatively new mummy, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, considering most of the Egyptian ones are well over 4,000 years old. Right. Well, the Earth's only 6,000 years old, so. Is it? <laughs> When's its birthday? It. Uh, December 8th. Okay. <laughs> we just lost the South. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the first time that's been heard before. <laughs> <laughs> the South agrees that the Earth is only 6,000 years old. So we won the South. We've lost the rest of the planet. <laughs> oh. But anyway, yeah, ancient Egyptian mummies <laughs> have been dated to 4,000 plus years old. Did you, um, in any of your, I'm sorry, uh, any of your research, did you see anything where it was just like prominent to wrap the body in, you know, some sort of cloth? No. no as I, depicted in most. I didn't see that. The, the Egyptians. Um, I didn't see that, but it wouldn't be surprising. I also believe the Scottish did that in their burial. Oh, okay. they did? 
I believe that they were wrapped. The, the cel- you know, that's cel- interesting because when Celtic, I got... The cel- Celtics? Celtic. Yeah. Um, I believe that was some sort of... Uh, and maybe even the Vikings. I want to say some sort of oil was put on their bodies as part of the religion. Uh-huh. Or, or as part of the burial process. I mean, hold on. Let me... Let me look that up real quick. I don't want to. Did the Vikings burn? No, but that that doesn't mean that that was that in, the entire burial okay. ceremony. Okay. The um, the thing I did find is that the practice of mummification, uh, or just rituals, I guess, of of the dead, were as early as twenty eight hundred BC. Okay. So you're talking about twenty eight hundred years prior to zero. Yeah like ad and then we go from there it was of course like i said it's 1615 ad is when they started talking about it was it was given a name but it's been around for a long time and like you said three or four thousand years people have been being mummified that's just amazing they said by the uh fourth dynasty uh it's about 2600 bc egyptian embalmers began to achieve true mummification through a process of evisceration. Okay, so uh um and much of it's it was like prehistory, I guess. It's yeah. not it's not why they don't really know what what happened. The how how they came to the experimentation of mummification before they're actually mummies um isn't very clear. They don't really know what happened cuz they they didn't write it down. You know they didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Discuss yeah. it or write it down and all that stuff. So, so. one I'm seeing here, uh, nicknamed for its red-haired ginger, one of the oldest known mummies in existence dating back to about 3400 B.C. The hmm. oldest one is 3400 B.C.? Uh, it, they're, they're saying this is one of the oldest ones in existence. That they found. That they found, yes. Okay. Uh, it, apparently, it was, it was found amongst other bodies as well, but they call this one ginger because it had red hair. Indeed. From shallow graves in the Egyptian because desert. Because why should we name anything based on anything else other than its physical appearance? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it was basically if you were a mummy, you were important, or you had money, and, or you were accidentally mummified, like if you're on top of Mount Everest or whatever. Uh, but I I do like the supernatural aspect of of mummies. How it's become like a, a pop culture thing. Halloween. Mummy, like yeah. we've carried that from twenty eight hundred BC. It's still going four thousand years later. Like we're still there's still a thing. Like we take that ancient Egyptian religion and we put it into <laughs> some random holiday that we celebrate today because it's spooky that the dead's come into light. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, just insert it everywhere into pop that's culture. That's the um, it's the earliest zombie. It really guess, is. Our mummies. They're zombies, you know. So, I think that's that's cool. I, I I like that. There's not many cryptids. There's not many mummies today. I tried to to find it. I could just find the mysterious. Like this mummy was just randomly found here. <laughs> like uh, that's that's really all we have. There's I I couldn't couldn't find anything where there was stories of a modern day like mummy walking around at night. So. If you know of one, if any of the I listeners know of one, find one, they should they should tell us in a comment, and I'll look it up. We'll talk about it. Yeah, but I've I've always been and Emily, she's a big fan of mummies. She loves the movies. Really, she loves the mummies, <clears throat> the, the mummy movies. So I told her I would do an episode on 
You're you're such Mommies. a sweet husband. Just t- talk about it. <laughs> just to get her to shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> <laughs> That is so rude. <laughs> I actually enjoy talking to my wife. I know you do. <laughs> She's good people. But she she loves it. I like it too. The it's just sad. Brendan Fraser, poor guy. I love that guy. Yeah. What is wait, awesome. so what is I mean, I know he was he, an Encino man. Yeah. Which we're gonna find in Dina's yard when he we start was, looking for that pool. He was the Encino man. Right, he was the he was the dude they dug up, right? Yeah, in that movie? yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I gotta learn how to do that dance that they did at the prom. Which one? I don't know. Do it. I I don't know it. Wow, yet. Randy, that's awesome. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I thought they didn't know randomly you were choreographed dances were going to be a thing just by all of the '90s movies. They broke out everywhere. The '90s movies set me back at least ten years. <laughs> Because nothing that they did in the 90s movies ever actually happened. You knew if Freddie Prinze Jr. was in a 90s movie, there was a choreographed dance <laughs> that happened. <laughs> and then you have the shows like Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Which now, so we recently started watching it again. And I look at it and I'm like, these are adults playing, <laughs> acting like they're children. But when we were that age, because, you know, they were 15, 16 and I, that was my age when that they were portraying that. But they didn't appear to be that old. Right, right. And you were like, oh, this is plausible. And it was so dramatic. And you were just like, these problems, they don't matter ever. And as I watch it, it's so ridiculous to see like what they're like. They talk about, oh, my God, I'm still a virgin. It's like, who, who cares? Yeah, nobody. But nobody cares. But like back when I was. When that show came out, I was in high school. It's like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's important, but it really, no, it really didn't care. No, didn't really care. Thinking about it, we put the pressure on ourselves. Yeah, like yeah. It, it wasn't a widely discussed thing. Like, I mean, yeah, if you were close friends with somebody, it'd be like, oh, you ain't lost it yet, and you know, what a little bitch. Yeah, you're like, but, well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but uh, going back and watch is hilarious, and I've also discovered that uh, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Was the <laughs> Kristen Stewart of our generation with with his blank face that stayed exactly the same throughout his entire yep. existence on Dawson's Creek? Same face, regardless of what was happening. That well, same squinty one eye and that wide one eye, and the just this doesn't relate to a movie, so I don't understand. Wasn't the attitude. other guy? Wasn't the other guy uh, Charlie Conway from The Mighty Ducks? Which one? Pacey? Yeah. No, he wasn't. No. Was it? Okay. Burial wrappings. Wow. Well, you're you're still here. Mesopotamia <laughs> and Egyptian. <laughs> Greco-Roman. Mm-hmm. They wrapped them in cloth and laid coins on their eyes for the river sticks. Yeah. Celtic. The Celtic. 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 Did the same, did the same thing. I didn't know that. Well, except for the coins, let's see what they did. Oh, I, that was to pay yeah. the, the 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 boatman. Yeah, what is the uh, name? Hindu Caron. Hindu Caron. Uh, burial will do shrouds. Um, the shroud of Turin. Well, they also have shrouds, obviously. There... In, in the Jewish community, they used to wrap. Yeah. Well, he was a Jewish carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, Caron was the was the yeah. was the boat driver. He was C H A R O N. Yes, Caron. Why didn't they build and a then bridge? Fine the clothing Sticks, and River that. Sticks has been around a long time. Why didn't they build a bridge? Hey, but here's what's really. I'm going to take it back just a little bit about uh, you know the Egyptians and the mummies mm-hmm. with the higher statuses and everything. It was also uh, you know they were buried with all their possessions. All their possessions they, they, to they take believe to the other they needed world. That in the I was just reading that with the Vikings and the Celt, uh, the Celts. Yeah. Celts, Celts, whatever you want to say. It's all good. We know what you're talking about. That type of burial with your belongings, that spanned across different societies, different cultures. They did that with a lot of people. It's interesting to trace it back because Mm -hmm. ancient Egyptians are basically some of the oldest known people mm-hmm. to have existed right and there was an exodus from egypt and, and it spread and it spread and they took these beliefs and it's morphed over time into all the it's like all this stuff can be traced back you know and it morphed and and what influenced it local culture influenced mm-hmm. it so as you get further away and that can be said for the roman empire like do you think the the people in Britain when Romans were in there they they observed every single Roman holiday and and thing like that or did they take their pagan holidays because you know the the people in Britain were pagans before right. the Romans came right. so what did they do it, I kind of feel like it was an appeasement to where they were like we want to keep this holiday and the Romans were like oh okay well we'll just incorporate this into what we believe and that's how it developed over all of these years is it's just a, a mesh and it's trying to get compromise and people to kind of follow along with it. But then you run into the, the mummy stuff. And that's it's it's so weird to me that that people in North America were doing mummification while people on a completely different continent were doing mummification. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that how how does that happen? Um, Palestine, was it, the was body it, was wrapped and bound in strips of cloth. Was it was it coincidence? Like the no. Wyoming's is it? Re- it's relatively arid there, right? It's kind of imagine. dry in Wyoming. Yeah, certain mm-hmm. parts of Wyoming. Like, did it happen accidentally? And they were like, "Oh, this is pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight." So we should we should mummify everyone. You know what I mean? Like this this is how we should treat our dead. Is because when we go back to visit them, it's not like they're dead. I kind of I kind of feel that is part of it. Is like. Uh, there's a, a group in another, I wish I would have looked it up. I'm sorry I didn't. And I really don't want to get into the best safe burial practices from the World Health Organization. All right. I don't... It involves thickness of cotton cloth soaked in one to 10 bleach solution. <laughs> is that Then for... wrap the body for... in plastic sheeting and seal the wrapping with plastic sa- is tape. Is that for? Spray the body bag. Is that for COVID? Or is that, is that just the section sump? section seven use of safe burial practice? Let's take a look, PDF. So, no, so <laughs> I I believe that that would have to be something during a some sort of pandemic or plague that they would be recommending that. I don't think that like generally. You no, 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 I'm no. It's for safe burial. It's th- to prevent. It's the there's a of risk disease. of transmission in the health facility okay. where a VHF patient dies because okay. the bodies and body fluids of deceased VHF patients remain contagious for several days after death. Okay. So it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's a just showing, uh, yeah, uh, best practice for 
yeah, plague burials. Um, or, or it's talking about pandemic. Ebola right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Ebola. So um, I think that's cool. Like, it needs to be two meters it, deep. <clears throat> and, you know, you get that stuff with, like, you know, I couldn't help but when Randy on a previous episode was talking about the Georgia Guidestones that, like, what if that was what Stonehenge was? Some dude's like, let's just put this up to mess with people in the future. Like, <laughs> But there's, you know, there's no information on it, but yeah. it's all based on celestial things, like the way the sun rises and says, you know, it's probably a calendar. <laughs> but This, um... Well, yeah, they they uh, they actually consulted. I don't know what the word is. A scientist mm-hmm. in a certain what? Go ahead. Nope. No, no, you got to look on your face. Do your thing. No, and I'm just reading. Just go. Uh, okay. Well, for those guidestones to be set up in a certain manner to reflect all the instructions. We're is, talking about mummy. Well, yeah, but he brought it up. I know. So yeah, celestial. <laughs> Get. I'm. Done. Stop! No, done. Stop! No, done. Stop being done. so angry, Dina. Why you gotta? Why do you gotta be so rude? <laughs> I'm not gonna marry you anyway. Look, Randy's packing. I already have the ring on. <laughs> Randy's, Randy's over here. Announcements. Randy's <laughs> over here packing the Alabama white thing. So. It's too late now, buddy. <laughs> don't make him unleash it, please, God. Don't Jesus. make him unleash the Alabama white. <laughs> No. Oh man. So yeah, I just wanted to bring up mummies. I thought it was cool. I love it. No, it, I want you to go back to what you were saying though. For real. <laughs> no, I'm done. That was it. It was a real quick snippet. You didn't finish it though. You were like, you literally you were did like, not finish blah, it. Blah blah blah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they they consulted a. Um, I wish I could remember the type of scientist. It has to do with celestial and planetary Astronomer? movement. Yes, that guy. <laughs> Did you go to fucking elementary school or what? I did. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, God, I'm so old. <laughs> but anyways, consulted one of those. Uh, and that's that was, you know, that what took so long to build that is because it had to be, uh, you know, at a certain height. It had to, you know, have those certain the Georgia parameters. Guidestones? Yes. So, you know, listeners, we're talking about the Georgia Guidestones now. <laughs> I'm fucking done with you guys. I'm done. <laughs> Now you're. It's you can like find us on Twitter and shit. No, what I was saying was with Stonehenge. I yeah, get what you're that's saying. What I was comparing. Right, is yeah. the astronomer had to come in and be like, no declination, all this stuff. Right, they built the guidestones to do a specific thing with celestial position of the sun. Yeah, gotcha. Lunar cycles, etc. No, we're talking about the sun, not lunar. Sometimes you make me. Wanna, that's part of. Sometimes that. you make me want to kick a puppy. Kick away! I'm not going to. It's not because, on my conscience. Because I love, I love puppies. But well, then I just why want you want to kick them? Because you, you make so angry. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. You love it. <laughs> you love me more than lamp. <laughs> you frustrate me so much. Welcome to females. <laughs> part two of your lesson. <laughs> what was part one? <laughs> Refer to previous episodes. <laughs> She's like, just go listen to one through six, and then you'll you'll understand lesson one. I'm like, mm. you mean one through fifteen? <laughs> okay, they one all, through fourteen. But they only know we have six. Right no, now. one through fifteen. <laughs> you just, you just. Blew. No, you just blew it. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> and now I'll have to do more editing. I'm sorry. Who was the one who said? 15. Was that me or was that Dina? Oh, okay. 
I can edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) So I can edit it out and they'll be like, she never said that. (laughs) What is he talking about? (laughs) I think he's lost it. It's got Dina going, you mean... (laughs) And then it's just me going, you just blew it. It's got Dina going... <laughs> and then me having a conversation with myself. One time, watch me. I'll fuck you all the way up. Please. You know It'll what? Brady. Oh Brady. Brady. We'll literally. I'm literally gonna cut me and you out of the entire episode. <laughs> and she's gonna be like, talking to herself. And then I'll have. Then I'll have a boo. Meow at random time. Please. Like Please he, do that. <laughs> I would. I would fucking laugh. Just, just for have forty, dead, just forty have dead fucking space minutes for two minutes. Dead space, <laughs> and, and, and then me being like, <laughs> and then he starts talking again. <laughs> you just hear him over there saying a lot of things like, "Yeah, go ahead." I'm gonna do yeah, two. Okay. No, I'm gonna do two. Yeah, well, where did you? It's just me. Yeah, uh, we'll what's do that. Going on, Randy? Nothing. And then me going, uh huh. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, we'll do cool. that as an extra content. Oh, God. De- oh, Dead God. space, Lavetto. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you have to. Dead you space and Lavetto. You can't. Dead space, mummy. You can't, you can't say that and then not do it. This has to be a thing. It I'm has. doing it. Oh, so Jesus I guess flat Christ. Earth is out. All right. Deathmatch. Oh, God. Mummy versus Goatman. <laughs> the San Pedro mummy. The fucking seven-inch oh, tall motherfucker. No, totally the Goatman. Absolutely the Goatman. Wait a minute. San Pedro mummy. Yeah, the San little short Pe- one. The pygmy. Versus. The one, the one I was talking about. Yeah. Versus. The Goatman. No. Oklahoma octopus. <laughs> <laughs> or Coffee County pygmies. Or the Me. Alabama white thing. <laughs> oh, Randy's dude. Who? Who wins in a Royal Rumble with all of them? Randy's Alabama white a thing. Royal, <laughs> a Royal Rumble with all of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. The Alabama white thing. Randy's Randy's wiener. <laughs> He's Go just on. in there just fucking... My brother is just imagine faces. It, just imagine it being like whack-a-mole with Randy's <laughs> Alabama white thing. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I'm going with shrimpy. And Mushroom also, stamps for hey, also, this conversation Mushroom that we're having stamps. right now, yeah. we will be part. edited out. <laughs> okay. it just be him going, imagine Randy's in. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and guess what, guys? You have to subscribe to the Patreon to hear the full episode, <laughs> not just me talking to myself. That's <laughs> no. The primary episode should be me talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has to go <laughs> to see if you guys join in. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? You have to put it in the description, like, please wait till the end, or we promote the other things. Like, if you want to hear it, you got to fucking pay. <laughs> Otherwise, it's me talking to no one. Otherwise, you guys are fucked. And you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> but it would be hilarious. Oh. The funniest thing is that people are listening to us. Ha- like, they're listening, and then we just talk about something else <laughs> by myself for fifteen minutes, and then we come back to mummies, and they're like, "What?" <sighs> <sighs> 
And then oh. no, and then you're talking to me, and you're going, "You make me so so angry." You make me <laughs> and he's talking to himself. <laughs> you make me want to kick a puppy. <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> At this point, we're just trolling you. That, <laughs> that would be awesome fun. if we just went on 15-minute rants by ourselves <laughs> as if the other two were in the room. But if we're actually interacting with them, yeah. they don't <laughs> You know what I hate about Fifty Shades of Grey? There was that one scene where at the table... And they were talking about the, the and then, in the and ass. Then all of a sudden the red room of pain. And then I don't even know what's going on. I just know holes are being touched <laughs> and I don't like it. And then silence. <laughs> holes are being touched and I don't like it. Three minutes of dead air. <laughs> and everybody's like, everybody's like, Pushing fucking balls and play. Yeah, they're thinking that they have to buffer it. It's buffering. They're like shutting the app down and restarting it. They're like, wait a minute. Surely it doesn't end on shoving a fist up the ass. (laughs) She wanted a real date. She didn't say no to having a fist in her ass. She wanted a real date. Dead space. (laughs) Three minutes. And on YouTube, we should put a picture buffering. <laughs> a video of it, like buffering. <laughs> and then it's ticking down. And then it's like. And then she had me in the back room with a fuck. With a four way lug wrench. A, a jar of peanut butter. Did we just miss. Two- Five minutes of this content, and they go back, and all they see is three minutes of the buffering. <laughs> and then a four-way lug wrench, a bottle of motor oil, and two gallons of peanut butter. She Guess, had me back in the back. Guess what? And then more buffing for like for like another minute. And then and then it's just like, all right, guys, thanks for. Uh, <laughs> Please That's go to hydrogen, hydrogen stupidity. stupidity. Uh, we're also on it. Everybody's like, what happened with the fucking peanut butter? <laughs> And the wrench. <laughs> oh, Is the wrench still oh, there? I grew all the abs today. Oh, God. Okay, Randy, where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on the Book of Face. <laughs> okay. Wait, where are you at with, with the response? I don't, I don't like the way this feels. That's Face. my response. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Hydrogen and stupidity. You can find us on the Insta. Graham. <laughs> Stupid hydrogen. You can find us on the Twitters. Twitter. Oh, one word, no S. It's not multiples. It's not plural. At Twitter. Stupid Hydrogen. And our email, Jamail. Our Jamail is stupidhydrogen at gmail.com. That's email. Electronic mail. And Patreon, but I don't know that address. Patreon.com slash hydrogen slash stupidity slash com slash org. Nope. It's patreon.com forward slash stupid hydrogen. Dot gov. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. My belly hurts. I need to eat. Forward slash stupid hydrogen. Dot com. No, wait. There's no. Disregard. Disregard. Shh. Shh.
everybody. Shh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you guys. I love you. I love Lamp. You're a liar and a thief. You how dare you? First of all, what? how dare you? What? It's like Forrest Whitaker is here. Our 11th season desist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>